Strong minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. There is only one good, knowledge, and one evil, ignorance. Wonder is the beginning of wisdom. Wisdom comes to each of us when we realize how little we understand about life, ourselves, and the world around us. I cannot teach anybody anything. I can only make them think. I apologize in future advance for this episode because the episode, as you read by the title, is silence and I have landscapers going on in the back right now. So that's pretty ironic, but welcome back to Beyond Bounds. My name is Evan and today I'm joined by Sam. Hello. And today is going to be a little bit different than some other episodes. Other episodes, I usually have a prompt or I have a script or I'll have something to read off of and to kind of float and, you know, kind of keep the conversation going. Today is just going to be purely improvised. It's going to be, yeah, improvised and conversational. So silence and the old way of living. We'll get into the old way of living in a little bit. But uh, Sam, why do you think silence is so important to people, especially in the modern world? Well, because everything makes a noise. Every, everything <laughs> makes a noise? Yeah. I mean, think about it. You have your phone on you, and there's every app has its own different sound. Um, yeah, and especially in the days of social media. We talked about this a little bit on the last episode and talking about how it definitely is more important for people to focus, I guess you could say, on their mental health and the amount of use that they get out of their phones or any sort of technology now but why do you think it is another way other than another answer that you can give is why silence is so important why do you think it is so meaningful to some people hmm. I don't know I guess just because again everything makes a noise because I mean I mean if you think about it like the newer cars now, they make noises when you open the doors. You know, they're a little doo-doo-doo. Oh, yeah, doo-doo-doo. the little the Ford. Yeah. yeah the, the Ford. <laughs> and, like, 20 years ago, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't a thing. You know, so I think it's just because every, literally everything makes a noise now. Yeah. So. And, of course, when it comes to anything, when it comes to intaking anything uh, into your senses, taste, hearing, sight, there can be too much of everything. And that's why people get sleep deprivation. That's why people have insomnia that's why people have um they go crazy when they start hearing certain sounds i think that's where some of the terms of back in the day you know sleeper agents that's i'm pretty sure that's one of the main fundamental concepts on how you know a trigger sound for somebody to do something um but well i mean and they've done studies too and you're like if you work in a factory or someplace where there's you're constantly hearing beeping your brain will learn to block out that noise so that way it doesn't drive you insane. Oh, yeah. Like, like that's the, an actual thing. Oh, like the McDonald's ice cream machine sound, you know? You yeah. Ever see, <laughs> you ever yeah. See that? yeah. Um, so you're, you're kind of not meant to always hear noise. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. You're never really meant to hear noise all the time, which is kind of ironic because we're in a podcast, and if it was silent, it would be. But we don't know, have background music. Yeah, we don't have background music all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And we're not one of those, uh, what is it, like 480 hertz go to sleep videos oh, that yeah, are 10 the... hours long. 
yeah, noises. Yeah, just, yeah, just like that. <laughs> just that for 10 hours. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but there has been a thing reoccurring in social media that I have been seeing, which kind of can segue into the other subject of people, I'm not saying reverting back into the old ways, but people wanting the old ways to come back. I know we discussed it a little bit in the last episode, and I think I remember last time in the uh, in the last episode, it was something to describe, how do we describe it? It was learning from the other generations and how it affects them. And I think we discussed that for Gen Z, if we look at millennials or if millennials look at Gen X, it's kind of flip-flops because Gen, uh, millennials will look at Gen X and they'll see that they didn't really grow up with that much technology, but they were still a little bit modern. I mean, Gen X and millennials got, excuse me, to witness the rise of computers. They got to witness the rise of smart everything, but... That's why I guess you could say that they're so addicted to it now. But Gen Z, we you know, they grew up with it. Gen Z grew up with it. And it doesn't take that long for a generation to want to revert back to the old ways. But why are the old ways so important to somebody, I guess, in a modern generation? I mean, I would look at it almost like immigrant parents. Like, when you think when people migrate from a third world country, they bring in their culture and stuff, which is untouched by technology, right? But then, you know, let's use America, for example. You come here, everything's with technology. It's very easy to lose your culture in that. I mean, look at America. We don't really have a, like, we don't have a cultural style of dressing. We don't have really, like, cultural foods like other countries do. They've been secluded for so long. Other than McDonald's and fat people, but that's one of the. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look at McDonald's in other countries. You look at Brit, you know, Great Britain where they eat their chips. Oh, you got your chips and fries. Yeah, it's not fries; it's chips. Oh, that's chips right. Chips and crisps. That's, oh no! What am I thinking of? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, fish and chips. Yeah, fish and chips. Yeah, there you go. In the newspaper but, bag. Yeah, but <laughs> it is, it is kind of interesting as well on how even though we do live in a modern world people still live 20 years behind us or 30 years behind us in certain places i mean there's a documentary that i watched quite a while ago about people that lived in the appalachians or appalachian mountains and they always said that they're 20 years behind the world because they don't have such you know technological tv and radio advancements all the luxuries we have now yeah all the luxuries that we have now and if you look on social media i'm pretty sure some of you that are listening and have seen this quite a bit um but it's all the tiktoks all the instagram posts of just nature and national parks and national forests are exploding everywhere because it has that peace and serenity that people want especially in this loud and obnoxious world anywhere. I mean, cities are growing. Uh, Where we're from, the city is expansively growing, especially in the past 100 years. I think about 500,000-plus people have moved to where we're from and where we're broadcasting from right now. And 
And it's all thanks to swamp coolers. Swamp coolers? Mm-hmm. What I was actually reading in that. that what are swamp coolers? It just brings... It, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Basically, it's like a box, and there's a fan on one end, and it blows... You put ice in the box, and it blows the air, the oh, cold air from okay. that ice out. Okay, yeah, so like... Yeah, thanks to swamp coolers and minivans, people now live here. And okay. then they complain about the heat. Okay, yeah, redneck, <laughs> redneck ingenuity, some hillbilly rigging. Um, no, like you can actually buy them. You don't have to. Make you can them. buy them. I thought you were talking about like you take a bag of peas and then you take a fan and then you put it in front of the fan and then you make. I it mean, that's basically what a swamp cooler is. Okay. But no, yeah, you can buy like industrial ones. That's. We have them at work. That's so. That's so ridiculous. That's pretty funny. That's excessive. That's another thing. Uh, the market. And productivity, or just the products that people are consuming, are becoming so excessive and so not necessary. I think that's another reason why people are wanting to revert back to the old ways of just things that are, you know, they're nice to have. They're fun things to have, but they're not excessive things to have. Like electric cars having to be everywhere. Tesla's having to be everywhere. Um, Elevators. Uh, yeah. Take yeah, the we, stairs. <laughs> lose the weight. <laughs> Especially in the U.S., yeah. That's, <laughs> but I don't know how to go back off of that. <laughs> I know, sorry. You got me. You got I me got stumped passionate. On, yeah, you got me stumped on that one. Well, and I will say too, as far as reverting back to the old ways, though, I think there's you're either for or against it. There's I have yet to meet anybody. I know they exist, but I haven't met anybody that is in the middle. That there is a way to blend modern world with the old world but and especially with our generation i feel like the contrast is very stark you yeah. either have a lot of people who are yes go forward invent the technology move touch reach for the moon and then you have other people that they just want a little farm they just want to be self-sufficient they don't want busy hustle and bustle and that self-sufficiency is growing especially in the united states because of the government buying and owning everything, destroying the mom and pops, destroying the small towns, the banks destroying the small towns. And it's a shame. It is a real shame on what's happening to all these little local families. I mean, what was this 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 eh, stat that you told me a long time ago? Not a long time ago, about is it five years that most businesses fail? Oh yeah. I mean that's for most businesses when they start up as far as like homegrown stuff. Mm-hmm. Within five years, um, 50% of all businesses close. And then within 10 years, only 90% of those businesses are left operating. That's, yeah, it's just sad. And especially, you can see it everywhere, too. You can see it affect the small towns, especially in areas such as the Midwest and the South. Even out here in the West, um, there's housing developments being made. There's ranches that are being sold. And the banks have a certain way of doing it that a lot of people don't recognize and how corrupt it is. Um, basically, there will be a plot of land for generations and generations. It could be sixth, seventh generation farmers. And that land, of course, is, I wouldn't say sacred, but it is near and dear and close to the farmer's hearts. But the bank starts overcharging and starts overcharging prices for the land because obviously they want, uh, it. They, they want it and property value is going up because 
they want to own everything. And it starts going up. And when it comes to stuff like cows or stuff, any sort of farm, let's just use cows for an example. Cows don't bring in that much cash in order for them to buy. I mean, the bank could buy 20 acres of a farm. And that's a quite a bit amount of farm mm-hmm. um, when it comes to you know, jobs and producing money for your family and for your family name and your legacy. But the banks want to own all of that, so they'll put more, they'll start charging the farmers more money that they can't pay off. And they'll fight and they'll take out loans and they'll try to do all that, but the bank knows this because they're evil and corrupt and they want to get what they want. And if they if they want it, most of the time they will get it because you can't really stand up to anything that's that big. It's kind of like an Orwell yeah, you know, it's very Orwellian. Yeah, very Orwellian. And I know that his name has been brought up a couple of times in the show, but you get the reference. Um, There's a reason why just a lot of his big books are banned books. Yeah, quote-unquote banned books, but you know what I mean. In other countries, they are. Yeah, in the U.S. Well, in the U.S., um, 1984 is banned for being pro-authoritarian pro-authoritarian yeah but it's banned in russia for being anti-authoritarian fun fact that is interesting i've never heard that before okay what kind of kind of makes you think huh yeah kind of ass backwards (laughs) and um you mean backwards ass yeah backwards ass (laughs) (laughs) and it's an interesting thought because of all of these things that are going on, people want to revert back to the old ways. They want to return to self-sustainability. I mean, <laughs> my friends and I talk about it sometimes about how they get, you know, they get drawn in to these bushwhacking videos and living, you know, on the land by themselves. All these old mountain, mountain man kind of videos. They're and so peaceful. I love watching them. They're very peaceful, and I think that's the purpose of it. And. It is definitely something that needs to be brought about more in this world. I do enjoy that their younger generations are wanting to revert back to the old to the old ways and to self sustainability and to peaceful. But there is I'd say a good half to three quarters of them that just say it but they don't act on it. Yeah, because then those are the people that go to the national parks and then just leave their trash everywhere. Leave their That's trash everywhere. That's not how it and works. And then they're bumping music off of their, you know, Spotify when they're trying to backpack or they're trying to hike. They don't even backpack because yeah, they take a lunchable and they have their little fanny pack and then they go like a mile up the hill and then they call it hiking and then they go home. They're supreme fanny pack too, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah. Around yeah. Around the waist. Not around the waist, around the shoulders. <laughs> and there is a good 50% to 75% of people that do say that that self-sustainability is what they want, but they really don't. They say, yeah. but it's honestly, in your heart of hearts, it is not that hard. It can be seen as selfish in some people, to most people actually, to just pack up your things and to go. To pack up your things and to go. If you have that money saved up, you can find yourself in a position where you can be living self-sustainable, but people don't really want it. Well, and also, too, it's a lot easier than what I think people try to make it out to be. Because yeah. being self-sustainable doesn't mean you're 100% reliant on yourself and anyone else who's on the land you're living with. Yeah. It means going to the farmer's market, 
supporting your local farmer, going to craft stores to find art for your art craft stores, craft fairs to find art for your place. Like it's going smaller than just, oh, let's go to Walmart. I've heard they have a really nice rug there and I kind of want it. I saw it on a TikTok. <laughs> Got a character for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. So I think sustainability and being self-sufficient falls on just, yeah, it is more expensive to go with the little guy, but it has to be because it's been forced that way in order for them to keep up with the price of inflation and, you know, property taxes. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, when you have a small business, you have to pay taxes. And if it's just you who's employed, you have to pay taxes twice, once for the business. And then again, because you're an employee at that business. And right. when you're self-employed and you're starting out small, that's about 30% of your pay that you make. You have to set it aside to make sure that you can pay taxes come tax season. Yeah, and that's something that people don't really recognize. And it's another sad thing to witness is another reason why people don't want to go into the small town life is because things in small towns do tend to be a little bit more expensive. And the Internet has definitely corrupted people when it comes to instant gratification, when it comes to, like, one-day shipping, when it comes to, you know, clearance sales and internet sales, um, Black Friday, of course. What's 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 the one after Black Friday? Cyber... Oh, Cyber Cy- Monday? Yeah, Cyber Monday is definitely bigger than Black Friday. And they want that instant gratification, and it's pretty depressing. So, I don't know. The way that I can put it is to stay... On the lookout, and if you really want to be self-sufficient, search for the silence. Go to places that are quiet. Find that peace and serenity, but don't think of it. Don't think of it selfishly. Don't like post it everywhere. Don't post it on Instagram, Snapchat, any social media. Be like, yeah, guys, look around. You know, I'm peaceful over here. I'm definitely living off the land. Another rant that I have about hunting <laughs> is um. I'm not against hunting in any form or way, but I am against the people that say that they're hunting to provide for their family. Oh, and they're only trophy hunting? Yeah, they're only trophy hunting. And they're like, I'm providing for my family. It's like, it was definitely way more expensive to get all the equipment to shoot that deer or that... You had to wear a complete camo suit in order to kill that deer. Your grandfather or great-grandfather wore a bright red jacket and got that deer. Yeah. And he drug it, he and he dragged it home all by you know his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> After he fought that bear, but. <laughs> <laughs> and it was snowing twenty feet. With I couldn't see my hand in front of me. <laughs> With a knife. <laughs> but I do. Not... Well, real quick though, I do want to say one last note. If you do shop small, that twenty dollars or however much means a lot more to the smaller businesses than it does to any big corporation. So while it is more care. expensive. You're personally, I feel much better spending more money, a little more on something that was handmade from somebody who's trying to be self-sufficient than to a corporation that that fifty, twenty, fifty dollars means nothing here or there. So, right. just think of where your money's going and who it means the most to. That's my shop small ranch. Hey, shop small <laughs> ranch. Right, I'm at rant. <laughs> I was trying to combine speech and rant. Yeah. Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to end this episode here. 
Welcome to Beyond Bounds if it's the first time. Listen. And if you're coming back, thank you for tuning in again. Stay humble. Don't be selfish. That's one of the biggest things in the world that people try to tell you to do is to be selfish so that you can get your money's worth. That's only it's only material. Mm-hmm. So, welcome back to Beyond Bounds. My name is Evan. Today I was joined by Sam. Goodbye, everyone. Shop small. Shop small. Good night. Be self-sufficient. <laughs> Take the stairs. <laughs>